All right. Hi, everybody, and welcome to The Boulder Side of Wellness. I'm Lisa Barrows. And I'm Ashley Palmer. And we're putting together this podcast to discuss health and wellness in our community. We are super lucky that our community happens to be America's hometown, and we're going to talk about the different aspects of health, including our physical health, diet and exercise, mental health, intellectual health, social, environmental health, and so on, and all the aspects of that. We are also lucky to have an opportunity to highlight some amazing individuals in our community and hear about their health journeys as well. So, who are we and why are we the ones talking to you today? So, I am Lisa Barrows. I'm the operations manager here at Plymouth Fitness. I also wear a few hats in group exercise um, and also personal training, as well as the R3 coordinator and one of our coaches for the program. Um, I have my degree in English literature from Bridgewater State. It used to be a college back then. Now it's university. The good thing is I speak English every day, but since then I've worked in the health and fitness realm pretty much since college, working in weight loss camps for kids for about eight years, um, worked in recreation with trampoline parks, and have been with Plymouth Fitness now for a bit over three years. And I am Ashley. I have been at Plymouth Fitness for a little over a year now. Um, I'm a certified personal trainer. Um, I have a couple more certifications in the exercise world. But I have been a certified personal trainer for five years now, which is crazy to even think about. Um, I've worked for many different gyms. And I also went to Bridgewater State. Um, I got my bachelor's in health studies and just recently got my master's in nutrition for human performance. So that's a little bit about our backgrounds. So a little bit about our health journey. Um, I was an athlete my whole life. I'm pretty sure as soon as I could walk, my dad said here is a basketball. Um, I was played three sports most of my life, always an active kid, and ended up playing basketball through college. Um, I've been 5'10 since I was in 8th grade, so I always felt larger, so my initial parts of health were always to try to feel smaller, to lose weight, and get caught in that diet culture. Growing up, I learned a lot more about food, um, what was healthy versus quote-unquote healthy, and what we saw in magazines and media. Um, And my real health journey with Good Focus probably started about 5 years ago, where I was working more on anxiety and mental health, Thinking about the food I'm putting in my body, making sure it's good sources of fuel and good for my body and how I felt after I ate. Um, Fitness turned from punishment. You know, being a college athlete, you ran a lot for punishment. So it turned (laughs) to using it as something to make me feel better and feel stronger. And then just focusing on kind of that overall health in my life through journaling, through travel and exploring, and spending time with the thoughts in my head, but in a good way. I feel like um, my real health journey started when I was a freshman in college. Um, just like Lisa, we were both athletes. I played basketball. I did track and field. Track and field was kind of the thing that I carried on to me, though. Um, throughout college, I played my freshman year, my sophomore year, and then my junior year, I stopped. Um, my coach was not the best. I think we've all been <laughs> through those situations, and it it's definitely is not the best feeling to have a coach kind of pull you out of a sport that you love, but it happens. Um, so... 
at that point, I was no longer playing sports. I, like, feel like I didn't even know how to do life because our lives were so, you know, put around playing sports and whatnot. So I decided to go to the gym. Um, I didn't really know much about the gym, believe it or not, as we are now trainers, <laughs> professional trainers. Uh, so just a friendly reminder that everyone has to start somewhere. But um, I was kind of the girl, and I'm sure Lisa may have gone through this at one point. I know a lot of people have gone through this where you kind of just pick a spot in the gym, you stay there, you bring your weights, you're petrified to go over to the weight room because it's supposed to be the men's section. The booty bands. Yeah, the booty bands. <laughs> um, killing myself on the Stairmaster and whatnot. Um, so I was that typical person that was just kind of doing their own thing. Um, I would say it wasn't until a couple of years ago where I started to see changes in my body um, and... Like Lisa had mentioned, she was, you know, 5'10". I'm 5'2", if I'm lucky, maybe on a good day. Um, so I feel like I was always referred to as being the small person. I was called a twig in high school. And I think just one day it kind of clicked. And I was like, you know what, like, I, I'm going to be small for the rest of my life. I'm not, I can't really take anything that's going to make me be, you know, 5'6 or 5'7. I'm going to be tiny, but at least I can be strong and small. Um, so whenever someone's like, oh, you're so small, Ashley, I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm small, but mighty. Um, so I started to, you know, change my, um, changed my thought process around how I viewed myself, how I wanted my body to be viewed by others. Um, so I really started to push myself, started to lift weights. Um, I always tell people you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And if that means going into the section of the weights where there's a bunch of big men, then that's what that means. Um, and the confidence that, you know, health and just working on myself and totally, you know, I've gained over 20 pounds in the past couple of years. Um, and I feel the most confident now when I get to the gym. So, um, honestly, the gym is like my home. So, <laughs> that's kind of where everything um, starts to finish. Um, now we are both trained professionals. Um, Obviously, we are members and we are employees at Plymouth Fitness. We're both um, certified personal trainers, and we love what we do. So. Right, and we actually have the ability to work with people who were going through our insecurities, whether it was trying to feel bigger or smaller. But really, my main goal, and I'm pretty sure Ashley can attest to this, is making people feel good in who they are. Yeah. Um, I always wanted to feel smaller. I was 5'10". And everybody else in the grade was like 5'4 at the tallest. So I felt like a giant, so I was trying to feel smaller when really feeling bigger personality-wise and now in the gym, in what I'm doing professionally, has been a real growth for me. And I want people to feel that confidence in there. Yeah. So we are lucky enough to work with them in our wellness group to really, yes, there's health goals they're looking for, but we want them to feel better at the end. Yeah, and we want people to, you know, come to the gym and... You know, not have to wake up in the morning and be like, oh, I have to go to the gym. Like, we want to help you change that mindset and be like, you know, I'm ready to go to the gym. I'm excited to go to the gym. I'm grateful that I can move my body and I have the opportunity to do things like going to the gym and exercising and doing good things for myself. 
hundred percent. Um, and I think a lot of times when people are thinking of health, and we've talked about it a lot, they think about diet and fitness, but really those are just aspects of it. So really working on that mental mindset for people, um, getting them in that good area or headspace to want to really improve their health because it's kind of like a four-legged table. If one leg's missing, that table's not going to be flat and stand. Yeah. And I feel like we've all definitely have like realized what it's like when you're so gun focused on you know certain aspects of your life and then it's all about prioritizing so what are you going to prioritize whatever you prioritize in your life you're going to see the greatest you know impact you're going to see um the greatest outcomes from that because of course you're putting you know everything into that but making sure that you realize that health is not just going to the gym and dieting like lisa said you have to tap into your mental health because i think we all know that mental health is probably the one of the most if not the most important um aspect of your health Absolutely. And, you know, having those high stress levels, not sleeping because of what's going on in your life, have the actual same health impacts as a bad diet and not working out. It is crazy how much your brain really works in that body and controls what's going on in there. So, Ashley, what would you say is like your big focus for you in your health journey right now? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, right. Um, so, recently, I have lost a little bit of weight. I'm definitely the leanest that I have ever been. Um, so physique-wise, I guess I would say I'm trying to get swole. <laughs> um, I want to be... My biggest thing, and I always tell people because I am so small, I want people to, you know, be impressed by me when I'm at the gym, when I'm lifting weights. Because I feel like as such a small person, I am um, usually stereo... What is that? People, they stereotype, stereotype me. Yes. yes. So I feel like as a small person, people stereotype me because I am small. So they're like, oh, you know what? She's going to go bicep curl 10 pounds. And then I, you, people see me and they see me, you know, curling 25 pounds and they're like, oh, wow. Like, that's how I want people to view me. I want people to be impressed by me. Um, so I definitely want to, you know, get a little bigger. Um, but with that comes, you know, eating more. And for some people, even myself still to this day, um, trying to eat more isn't like a scary thing for me, but you know, you see changes with your body and you just have to trust the process and whatnot. Even if that means that the scale is going up, it's just a number. Um, I think Lisa's going to talk a little bit about that. But, um, another thing is I am just trying to protect my inner peace. Um, me and Lisa work a lot, a lot <laughs> of hours. Um, and we love what we do. Don't get us wrong, but it is a lot of talking and it can be, you know, draining and it's important important to, you know, not run yourself down to the wire completely, but, you know, catch yourself before that's going to happen. And, you know, if that means being selfish and taking a little bit more time for yourself, then so be it. Um, so I think really protecting my sanity and my mental health and just making sure that I'm not pushing myself because, or I'm not pushing myself too much because I want to be able to give the best version of myself to myself and to my clients, to my friends and whatnot. So, Yeah, I, I think that's great. Um, 
Ashley touched on a good point. So my physical health, I am focusing for the first time in my life about getting bigger. So being a tall female um, who is not just small in stature ever in my life, um, it is a weird thought for me to think I'd be okay with gaining weight. Unfortunately, growing up in a diet culture where we are taught to be small, especially as females in the gym, Mm -hmm. um, it's been a change for me, but I feel as though my mental health is at the right point where I am okay with it. There are different types of weight gain, too, which I'm very okay with as well. I'm trying to gain muscle. That scale might change a little bit. But I am focusing on that and not letting those type of numbers change it. And it's it's going really well. Because my focus right now, I am lucky that, you know, I work in a beautiful health club. So it's quite easy to get a good workout in during my day. Um, I meal prep my food. That's pretty on point. But for me, it is the mental part of the stressful days. As Ashley said, we work a lot. Um, We both wear several hats in this club, including personal training, group exercise, um, our R3 program. Ashley is running our Bridge to Wellness program. I'm the operations manager. We have a bunch of stuff going on. We're kind of a big deal. (laughs) No big deal at all, but a little shoulder pat right there. Um, So I am working on taking the time to disconnect and turn my brain off. Ironically, Ashley and I were having this conversation outside of this the other day, how we both were a little overwhelmed. Um, And I was saying how I am very bad at turning my brain off. I was telling Lisa, I was like, hey, I'm going to go home real quick. I'm like, (laughs) I have two hours. I'm just going to go lay in bed and just literally lay in bed. Right. And it's like Lisa says, it's it's harder to just shut your brain off because we live in a world where we're like, okay, what's the next thing we need to do? What's the next thing we need to do? What's the next thing we need to do? So it's all about slowing, slowing down. Exactly. So I have been working on decluttering physically and mentally. So that stuff that doesn't need to live in my brain that we overthink, like the thing you did that was weird when you gave somebody finger guns in the gym (laughs) and you're thinking about it three hours later, that is me. Um, That doesn't need to be there, but let's get what's focused and what's important and then controlling what you can control. I think often we fixate on things outside of our control. We also had the conversation that we're both control freaks. So, and I would say free. <laughs> we we have a little bit of a control issue with our schedules. So, but sometimes I need to let other people take the wheel. I can step back and let that be controlled. So that is something that I am really working on. Um, some days are better than others. So what do you think um, is the biggest health struggle that you have had or currently have? I mean, I wouldn't say it was a struggle, but the most uncomfortable thing that I've had to deal with, which, like, isn't uncomfortable, but is, was just watching my body change, I guess. Um, Because I was always, I mean, in high school, I was, like, 100 pounds soaking wet. And I didn't have any, like, unhealthy relationship with food or anything. Luckily, I can say that. So I feel like no matter what I ate, it didn't really make an effect on my body. Um, Again, I was like a three-season athlete. So when I first really started to, um, you know, lift heavy, not do so much cardio, really focus on, you know, actually growing my body, I remember for the first time looking in the mirror and seeing that I um, I had stretch marks on my hips. And I was like, 
at first I was like like kind of caught off guard and then I had to like dial back in and be like Ashley this is something like you've been waiting for and I tell people all the time too like for the longest time I didn't fit into American Eagle jeans and I was always so mad because all my friends could fit into them and I still have friends to this day who are like you should be like lucky like you can't fit into them and it's like no like there are people who you know actually want to gain weight. I don't think a lot of people talk about this enough because you know stereotypically when you're dieting you are looking to lose weight and not gain weight. Uh, so just looking on the other side of things and being cautious of you know people who are actually trying to gain weight is important. Um, but I remember finally being able to fit into my first pair of jeans and just being so happy. But at the same time, you know diet culture taps into your head and you're like wait, that's because you're getting bigger. And, you know, at that point in my life, um, I don't think I had the awareness yet to make the switch and be like, but that's a good thing. Like, that's what we want. That's what your goal has been. Um, so I kind of had that internal battle for a while of, okay, is this actually really what I want? And then having to be like, remind myself, yes, Ashley, this is what you want. So, and now seeing how much my body has changed is, you know, motivating for me to see. Um, and I, you know, I just look at myself and I'm proud of myself. I'm like, wow, like I really did that. So um, it's important to turn, you know, those things that you don't feel the most comfortable with or whatever it is into actually proud moments like trying to pick out the the good things out of you know I wouldn't say the bad things but just something that I had struggled with what good could can come out of that struggle so yeah I think that's a great point um on that too I think it's just a good point to say that you don't know where anybody is mentally um Ashley has been small in stature her whole life and for some people like may look at her and be like, oh, that's awesome. She must feel so great where she is. That's awesome for her, you know, tiny, small clothes or whatever. But that doesn't mean that's where she is mentally. Um, that's not what she sees in the mirror versus yeah. what you see. And that might not be what, that might be something you want, but that might not be something I want. Correct. And it, that goes for the other side, yep. for somebody with a larger stature too. Um, we were talking a little bit earlier how... There was times in my life where people probably looked at me, you know, college athlete, playing basketball two to three hours a day, um, doing all these things. Like, oh, she is so healthy. Like, oh, Lisa's healthy. She does all this stuff. She's active. Mm -hmm. But I probably wasn't. Um, I definitely wasn't. Not probably. (laughs) I was not eating the food I should be. I still looked at food as, like, how much am I allowed to eat today? Not fueling my body. Um, I would make the excuses to overeat because of practice rather yeah. than like, I'm just hungry and can eat some good food. Mm-hmm. And mentally, I did not see myself like anybody else did. So it's definitely just to be aware of when you're going, you know, on the street or in the club, knowing that everybody's at a different place and it's not anybody else's position to judge that place mm-hmm. for sure. Um, my biggest health struggle was definitely getting out of the diet mindset for sure. Um, logically, eat less, lose weight. (laughs) We work with clients all the time who think we really want to restrict, we want to eat less, and it's not sustainable or healthy, but that is something for years and years and years that you were shown and told. um, Whoever told people 1,200 calories, I would really like to have a conversation (laughs) uh, because it's just not sustainable or healthy for people. That's how much, like, a baby, like, I, I... 
probably eat double that. Yeah, it's... Oh, I definitely do. And, and <laughs> I'm a smaller person, yeah. so it just comes to show. So getting out of that wanting to be smaller mindset, um, because I was so much bigger than everybody, I remember wanting to play football as a kid because I was bigger than all the boys. My mom wouldn't Wait, let that's me. that's funny. I did the same thing. I told my mom, like, Mom, can I please play football? She's like, Ashley. She's yeah. like, there's no way. Which is probably good because I'm extremely accident prone. Yeah, but I would have gone trampled over. Right, but... It is, yeah, it's just something that I was always bigger. And so when you're looking at magazines and now social media of these perfect people, you want it to be smaller. So getting out of that mindset to be like, no, I want to be strong as heck and really feel good. And it is funny, at a heavier weight, feeling better about my body than I did at the light ones when I was restricting and not yeah. doing it a healthy way. Definitely. I feel like, you know, at... Some of the times where I felt maybe the leanest, I was actually the heaviest I've ever been. So, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it just comes to show that you can feel healthy at different weights. You can feel healthy, um, you know, whether you have a little bit more fat on you or a little bit more muscle on you. Um, it's just a number. That's right. all it is. A hundred percent. And that scale is a finicky, finicky yes. thing. Yes. <laughs> Talk about that a lot with our wellness groups, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. And just understanding that there's so much more to your weight other than just that number when you step on that scale. Um, your weight is composed of so many different things. And it doesn't run your life. Or it shouldn't run your life. So if you had to pick like something in your life you feel like you need to add to your health routine or something that you feel like you're... Putting aside with our busy schedules, like what would you think that'd be? Um, well, I feel like I should have you go first because you have enough, and I might piggyback off yours. So still spalling. No worries. So for <laughs> me, it is a hundred percent self care, and that doesn't mean like getting my nails and all of that done. However, definitely great <laughs> self care. Strongly suggest it. Um, coming off foot surgery, super excited for that pedicure, <laughs> but. I don't do the small things to keep my body as strong as I could, and I need to start adding that. Uh, we have a lot of great members that I will see doing that extra foam rolling, those extra stretches, mm -hmm. um, taking that time, and that is something I always say, I need to do that, and then I go continue on my day without doing it. Yeah, like, that looks, that looks like something I'll, I'll start tomorrow, and right. tomorrow comes, and you don't do it. Oh, his knee hurts too, and he's doing all that? Didn't do it. That's Okay. <laughs> So doing that, um, I know I just recently had booked myself a massage and I've kind of just gone towards that of like this treat rather than knowing that I do all these things, whether it's working a lot, um, being with family, you know, taking care of my dogs and then also the fitness parts of my life that that stuff is important mentally and physically. So it is something that I need to continue to do. Um, I was immobile for almost a month. I'm finally moving a little bit better back in two shoes again. So taking that time, I know for me, like going for a walk um, with, you know, a podcast or music on is my time. So getting back into those routines, but also doing that physical care of my body, because I'd like to think that I'm the 20 year old that played college basketball. But unfortunately, I am a bit older and not quite as mobile. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I would probably piggyback off that 
and say, um, I just need to make more time for myself. Um, I feel like with our jobs, um, when you are clientele based, you work the hours that no one wants to work. Um, so that is the early mornings and the late nights. Um, and then you have like this awkward, I don't know, 11 to 2 span. It's 11 right now. So, <laughs> um, where you don't really have much to do. Um, so, and if you're clientele based, you know that you're doing a lot of talking. Um, you're talking to different personalities all throughout the day. And I used to think to myself, like, why am I so tired? Why am I so mentally tired? I'm like, wait a second, Ashley. I'm like, you're talking to like eight, anywhere from eight to 12 different personalities in a day for like an hour or a half an hour straight. Like you should be tired. If you're not tired, then there's probably something wrong. Um, so with that being said, I feel like at the end of the day, like I just want to curl up in my bed and not do anything. I feel that. And just watch Netflix, watch Manifest. It's so good right now. If you, <laughs> if you watch Netflix, put it on. Watch Manifest. Um, but I feel like I need to be better with my time management, which is such a weird thing for me to say because I feel like I am good with my time management. If you saw my agenda, you'd be like, okay, maybe you are a freak. Um, but, 100%. yeah, <laughs> but I have been getting into the routine where I'm waking up earlier. I'm not waking up at the last given moment. So I'm like, like just running out of the house. I wake up and I, you know, if that means I'm waking up at four thirty in the morning, that's so I can have a little bit of time to myself and that's how it's got to be. Um, waking up early, you know, actually having breakfast, not shoving it into my mouth, like actually enjoying it, maybe listen to a podcast or, you know, just sit in my room in silence. Um, so I would say that I just need to give myself more time in general. So. Yeah. I think, I don't know, it just made me think like that routine in the morning is so part of my mental health too. Yeah. I do the same thing. I'm an early bird. Um, it's like a joke, but not. If you text me after 8, 99% chance I'm asleep. Um, but, I wish I was at that. I'm oh, like 9 o'clock. You're young. Yeah. You'll get there. <laughs> but it is, um, in the morning I have my routine. I have my one cup of good coffee. Um, I would love to tell you I didn't need any caffeine, but I need a little boost. But it is a nice cup, and I sit, and I just am quiet. I have my dogs, and it's just my time to kind of schedule my day in my head, go through what I need to get done so that anxiety and stress doesn't start first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. I, I see people roll out of bed and go, and I am fascinated about that because that gives me anxiety <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah. Um, but it has been a huge part of my mental health and learning that, that I need 20 minutes. It's not a lot of, a lot of time, but it's just that time to really prioritize what I need to get done, whether it's putting my food together that morning, getting my dogs out, or like writing the workout for my class um, and just getting that ready. So I think that's super important to be self-aware and know you need that time in the morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, be selfish. Yeah. Yeah, because I think it just goes back to the point where we live in... A world where everything is so fast-paced. Um, I traveled to Belize a couple years ago, and their motto over there is go slow. And I remember me and my friend were, like, late to an excursion or something. We were running in the streets of Belize, 
And this guy comes over to us, and he's like, go slow. He's like, ladies, ladies, relax. He's like, go slow. Um, we're like, no, we're going to miss, like, our our excursion. He was like, no. He's like, just relax. Go slow. And I always think about that moment, and I try to remind myself when, like, life just feels like it's, like, out of my hands, and I just feel like a chicken with my head cut off, um, to just go slow. Like, relax. So, um, it's a nice reminder and like I said be selfish right give yourself give yourself some time you're all you have at the end of the day I think Ashley and I will agree with this too so we're we are both good at the big self-care as in booking a trip yeah Um. get your nails done I'm (laughs) definitely on that wave right now we're really good at that but it is taking that time for those little things throughout the day that probably are more effective than like going to Alaska for 10 days yeah but it is important (laughs) it is important to do those things but just to add those things into our routines I would I'm gonna speak for both of us and say would be very beneficial yeah (laughs) we're getting there we're getting there small steps So speaking of self-care and that awesome health journey, we have a great guest today who has really been focusing on that meditation and kind of mental state of health. So today I'm going to introduce our guest. Um, His name is Adam Shirtleth. He has been with us since 2014 in the club. Um, Typically you'd see him there early in the morning um, getting his workouts in, but lately it's definitely a lot of running because he's training for the Boston Marathon. He is the owner of PDR General Contracting, so very busy after these cold weekends we've had. Um, But he has a great health story, so I want to give him the chance to introduce himself, and then we'll just get to chatting. Well, yeah, great to be here. Thank you so much. Um, I'd say, like, my whole foundation is really just health and and fitness, and that goes for, you know, physically, mentally, and spiritually, really. So, and this is all stuff I do for myself, and just how I feel and what I get out of life, you know, through, you know, that stuff being my foundation. So when you would ask me to come talk with you, like, that meant so much to me, honestly, just because of, like, not only am I doing it for myself, but, like, other people see me living this lifestyle, too, so. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, so, yeah, thank you both for having me. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about your health journey, because I would imagine Adam, 15 years ago, maybe wasn't on this same path, so tell me a little bit about you. Um... No, definitely not. I mean, I, I grew up, we were like an athletic family. We were always playing sports. Uh, my father was, you know, a basketball star in high school. And kind of, we were always, we always had balls on our hand, right? Like just shooting around. And we were always with, with my dad in the, in the yard and doing that stuff. So athletics was always a thing in the family. I didn't necessarily take advantage of that. Like I, like I now think I wish I, I would have. Um, but, you know, that being said, it just, it was something, fitness really didn't come into my life until mid-20s, right? And I, I joined the gym, and I started working out, and started trying to, you know, eat certain ways. I wanted to, I wanted to look a certain way, right? So that's how the, that's how the journey starts. Yeah. And I'm sure that's how it starts with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to look a certain way, or I want to be able to accomplish a certain thing, whether that's, like, you know, Tough Mudders or, or, you know, type of stuff that people are doing now. So that's how it started. Um, and it has just so drastically changed since then. So yeah. Um, so recently, you've really been into your polar plunges, which I've expressed to you several times that I think that's torture. <laughs> but um, I'd love for you to talk a little about that and really just kind of the mental 
part of that? Because I, I have to imagine, yes, it hurts to get in freezing cold water, but, like, the mental part of that is almost so much more than that physical. Yes, I mean, but it, so it all ties in together, right? So some, some people see me, like, lifting weights, other people see me run and train for the marathon, or, you know, I'm doing the polar plunge, or, you know, and, like, you and I have discussed, like, certain eating habits, yeah. you know, more towards plant-based eating. Honestly, for me, it's, like, all connected. Okay. It, it really is. So it's, um, like, everything I do, honestly, is for, like, performance in life. You know, like, that, that. like that's why that's why I work out. That's why I run. It's it's just really about like life performance, and that doesn't mean, you know, like obviously, like you just said, I'm training for the Boston Marathon right now. That doesn't mean I need to be able to run a marathon any given moment of my life. But um, it just it's just more of an opportunity to show up. So, but the the cold and what the cold does for me is. Very similar to what the weights do. I mean, right? So we're, we're lifting weights. We're causing stress to our muscles. So mm-hmm. in turn, like, our muscles grow, right? So it, it's the same process. You're putting yourself in a stressful situation that, like, the body and the mind doesn't necessarily want to be in. <laughs> and, like, you know, and it's, and it's, so it, there's a name for it. It's called hormesis, right? Okay. So it's, yeah. like, it's the introduction of stress to your life. So if you're, if you're the one introducing the stress to your life, like, when you actually get in a stressful situation, whatever that may be, you're actually physically, mentally, spiritually able to stay more in the moment and stay calmer. So mm-hmm. that's what the ice does for me. A lot of people think I'm getting in the in the ice because, you know, I got the marathon training going on and it's a it's a physical thing, which yeah, of course, the benefits are you know, just Google you know, cold plunges and see what the physical benefits are. Yeah. But you know, for me it really is mental. Yeah. I feel like that's like a thing right now. I see it all over Instagram. People, do you have like the ice bath too yes. at your house? Oh, he has ducks and toys in it too. Yeah, it's, it's entertaining for <laughs> do sure. Do you do it in the morning? Like, are you on, yes. like what's your routine right yeah, now? Typically, my routine is this: I wake up in the morning, I immediately, um, and again, it's, it's, just, it's about performance. I don't, I don't flip on any lights. I go right into meditation, mm-hmm. um, and I get up from from meditation right and go walk right outside and get right in the ice. That's typically about four days a week. Yep. I was doing that every single day, mm-hmm. um, but right now it's probably about four, four or five days a week. How long are you in that water for? Or as long as you can do it. <laughs> so, so typically right now, that's something <laughs> It's so I, interesting. It's yeah. such a thing right now. Yeah, and it definitely so is. So it's important for, I feel like, the audience to, no, to know it's, that. It is. It's trending huge. And um, I've been doing it for a couple of years now, so this really isn't too new to me. I've been doing it for about two years. I had the uh, ice bath on the patio last winter as well. Um, but I do. So right now, I'm break. I'm typically breaking ice every morning to get in there. Cool. So you got to figure. You got to figure, right? If it's freezing, then anything that's not frozen, it's not under 32 degrees. So um, I got my thermometer in there. So I'm typically getting in 32 degree water, and I'm able to do that for you know four to five minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And obviously, like in itself, you getting into that water before, during, and after is a meditation. Like 100%. Yeah. yeah, no, you just nailed that. Because that's where it's at at this point. And I wouldn't recommend anybody just running and, you know, sticking a, a tub on that patio. I'll do a cold and, shower. I'll start in a cold yeah, shower. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where it starts. And that's where it started for me. Because even that, like, you take a warm shower and you slowly, slowly start to turn it to cold. Um, I remember the first time, and it was, it was here, actually, believe it or not. Because, like, you know, I'm in here early in the morning and I'll work out and then I'll shower, which yeah, I've since learned you know, getting deeper into it. You actually shouldn't do cold therapy after uh, training. That's that's a whole, it actually, um, 
the like stunt the whole hypertrophy thing. So mm-hmm. so that's a whole nother conversation. But when I I remember I was able to turn as low as I could go and stay under for two minutes. And I was like so excited about that. Yeah. It's like just that level of being like able to accomplish it, it's another thing, right? It's another mm-hmm. goal I wanted to accomplish mm-hmm. and be able to accomplish that. But I was thrilled with that. And that was probably, you know, close to two years ago. Okay. And then that became a daily routine. Uh, again, starting in warm water, take your regular shower, and then, then being able to do that. And then um, and then last year I was going in the ice tub and swimming in the ocean a couple times throughout the winter, you know, a couple times throughout the week. And, uh, and yeah, that's just, that's where I am. I think that's cool. awesome. Um, and I, it is such a mental journey, like, as much as it is physical. Like, for me, it's mentally overwhelming yeah physically I could get in I have had to I'm an athlete with a lot of injuries I have been in ice baths before and the physical you get over it's that mental of sitting out there's no music no anything it's just you and outside yeah Yeah, absolutely that's why like that's why the ice bath like I could take the cold shower still um but that's why the ice bath like I keep saying it's out back on my patio I love that because I mean you gotta realize I'm up at 4 30 5 a.m a lot of the time so I'm in that ice bath at 5.15, 5.30 a.m., typically dark. You right. know, the past few nights, it's been a pretty, you know, full moon and close to it. Yeah. So, like, I'm out there at you know, <laughs> 5 a.m. in the dark. Uh, stars are out, moon's out, you know, the, the wind's on your face, and then it becomes a, it becomes a spiritual thing at that. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. It's just, uh, you get very connected with yourself. You get very, like you just mentioned, actually, like, you're breathing. You get very yeah. connected with your breath. Well, I'm in the shower, and, and if it's cold, I'm like... Like, you can definitely, like, tell. I mean, yeah. I'm about to go take a shower after this, and I'm going to do some coldness and then yeah. see how it works. No, that's the biggest thing. It takes your breath away. So yeah. so that's that's the biggest. I tell everybody we did. So, you know, as you as you guys know, I belong to a, a run club, the Boston Bulldogs, and, you know, we have 15 bibs for the Boston Marathon right now. And we trained, we did a 15-mile run in Plymouth a couple weekends ago, and we started under that Nelson Park, and I had a, a big group of us go out into the bay at that point. So, And I was telling them, I'm like, listen, this is going to take your breath away. Right. It's like the first thing, so just kind of calm your breath and, and kind of go into your breath. Know that you're going to yell and you're going to make weird noises and, right. and just just settle into it. Yeah. So when, like, was there a big change that led you towards more like the meditation and stuff in your health regime? Um... Yeah, definitely. Meditation has completely changed my life. I'd say the past three years, and like I can't, I can't stress that enough. I mean, it has literally changed my life, um, and that has led me into so many different practices. Um, like I said, I got really, I, I really heavily started getting into the gym mid twenties, and and since then, bringing in the spiritual aspect of bringing in spirituality into my life, the gym is only. Um, I guess my experience in the gym has only extremely benefited from that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, meditation, just being able to s- slow down your mind, focus more on, on the inner, um, focus on your breath. Breath work's a big part of my meditation. That's something I've, I've heavily dove into. But those things have given me the ability to then come into the gym and focus more on like mind muscle connection mm-hmm. or you know just being where you are instead mm-hmm. of you know being in the gym and you're bench pressing but you're thinking about oh after this I gotta go here or there and I gotta call this person yeah. so it's done a, it's done an incredible job of allowing me to be exactly where I am so it doesn't necessarily just go for at that moment while I'm meditating I mean that for the most part can, can carry throughout the day right I think it's cool too because 
I feel like meditation stereotypically is more of a female thing. So it's nice to hear it from a male perspective. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of guys are like, oh, meditation. Like, what do you mean? What Our even is to, that? Just a yogi. Yeah. And for yeah. those of you who don't know who Adam is, he's six. Yeah, 6'1". 6'1". He's a big, broad guy. Yeah. He's in at, construction. I'm, I'm, I'm actually a little too heavy right now. I'm weighing, <laughs> weighing at 240, so I mean... But it's not what the stereotype would be, but it is so important. And I think a lot of people, myself included, it's something I need to really work on is turning my brain off a little bit. But it takes more practice. You don't just jump in no. and do 10 minutes. No. To do a minute or two at the beginning is really tough. Yeah. And, um... We talk about it with our clients, too. Sometimes in a meditation, you will go off a little bit, but you have to come back and realizing that it's not failing, you're just growing in it. So I think it's a growth for people that they, the mental growth is almost a little harder than going to hit a PR in the gym. Yeah. Yeah. Like Lisa said, I feel like people think that meditation, you're just sitting there with no thoughts at all. Like, that's impossible. Like, you can't not think. (laughs) Um, So I feel like... When I did meditation, I used to, like, I took a meditation class in college. The lady was always like, you just accept that you're thinking about something, and then you just, you know, you just move on. You're like, okay, I had that thought. Move on, try and, like, refocus. But it's, like, almost impossible, I feel like, to not not be thinking um, in my perspective. So I feel like people, when they they get almost, like, turned off from meditation because they're like, I just have to stay still when, realistically, you can meditate anywhere. You can meditate here right now. You can meditate in the gym, just like you yeah. were talking about. So. No, that's it. There's no, there's, no right or, there's no right or wrong. I mean, my meditation practice now looks entirely different than it did. I mean, this is something I started delving into, really, when I was 18. And then in the past, like, three years, it's something that's, like, my kind of my focus. Um, but there is, no, there is no right or wrong on it. It just gives me the opportunity to, like you just said, actually acknowledge my thoughts and kind of get to know myself. I mean, because when you're in meditation, you're trying to be quiet or pay attention to your thoughts. You're just noticing thoughts that you have typically during the day, say when you're driving, but you're not paying attention to them. So then I go into the next thing. I'm asking myself questions. Well, you know, where did this thought come from? Why do I have that? And uh, so it's a lot, of, a lot of me asking myself a lot, a lot more questions. Yeah. Um, like I said, it just that transpires. So then I carry that into the gym and into the running. And right. So it's it's honestly, and you hear it all the time, mind, body, spirit. Right. It's it's so connected. Uh, and the more focused I am spiritually, I think the more like my me athletically and me mentally better I perform. Right. Well, and meditation and recovery is also huge right now, just in the fitness world. I don't want to call it a fad because it's something that's always been there, but it's getting traction. Mm -hmm. So the clubs are getting, you know, meditation rooms and they're offering that space too. And it's the health benefits for it are so out there. It's easy. You can Google it. Yeah, exactly. Um, But I just think like anything, you don't just start running a marathon one day. It takes practice and all of that. And then you focus a lot on your breath work when you're doing it. I do, yeah. Okay. So breath, breath work's awesome. Um, again, I think that's that's starting to trend a little bit more. I mean, I don't think I even knew what breath work was until maybe three, four years ago. Um, but breath work can, can be used for so many things. I actually use breath work as a vessel to go deeper into my meditation. Um, that being said, breath work is great for athletes. It's great for, you know, running. Um, you know, I'm out running right now. We got long training days and you know I got 15 miles and we're running and I've been training a lot up in um in Boston on the weekends and, and I'm we're just constantly hitting Heartbreak Hill 
So, you know, and I'm, mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I'm, you know, again, like, I'm not a small guy. Like, I'm not out to set any records, honestly, but, um, you know, I, I give it my all, and, and I'm moving, I can move pretty good when, when I want to, and I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm focusing on my breath. Right. So it's, it's, it's helped tremendously with that. Breath work helps tremendously with inflammation, so not just on, again, that goes into recovery, um, but also, like, disease and, and, you know, physical, physical health like that, so... Uh, that's been an amazing tool for me. I get into the ice and I start start doing the breath work. Um, even before like a you know a certain meeting I have at work, whatever. If I just want to you know kind of calm my heart rate, there's a few exercises I'll get into the breath work with. So, how long do you meditate in the morning when you wake up? So I, I don't time it. Okay. And that's a very common question. Everybody asks me that. And I don't I, I don't time it. Um, I kind of like that. Yeah. Like I don't when, you, when you feel like you're done. Right. Okay. I have a series of, like, things I'll go through. Like, I'll sit down. And, again, like, there's even a reason why I do this first thing in the morning. Like I said, I don't turn on any lights. I get up out of bed. I go right to the couch. And there's all, like, scientific reasons for that. Right. Um, you know, your brain's still in theta. I mean, that's a, that's a rabbit hole of a conversation. But, you know, <laughs> you know, but, you know every, everything I do kind of is strategically with a purpose, honestly. And it's... Right. So the, the brain is still in theta. It's just a, you know, a certain brain wave that you're in. So it's almost like hypnosis stage. Um, right. and, I, and I get in the mess, sit on the couch, and I go through like a body scan. I yes, start with the I body. Like body scan. Yeah, that's like a, a real way to quiet the mind. And your mind's not exactly very active yet at that point. Yeah. So mm-hmm. another reason why I do it. But I start with a body scan. And, then, you know, so I, I have a certain practice I do. I run through that. And then I just... I sit and I just meditate, and, and like when I'm done, I'm done. Typically, that means when I start to think more than I want to or overthinking about something, I say, okay, like practice is, is done for today. Right. You know? That's great. Because I think just as a culture, we feel like we need a deadline. Totally. I need to do this for this much. I need this many reps. I need to work this hard or whatever. And it's kind of nice to be like, no, this is. This is when it's done. It's that's what worked for me today. Yeah. We were just talking about this when we recorded our podcast. Like everything is just go go go. Like we're always yeah. looking for the next thing to do. So I kind of like how you, not kind of. I like how you said um, that. Like you don't put a time limit because, like the times that I feel like I've meditated, I'm always thinking. Okay, I'm always thinking like. 10 minutes, and I'm like, okay, is it 10 minutes yet? Yeah. Is it 10 minutes yet? How much more time do I have left? So it's nice that you you don't put a limit to it. It's like adding a thought when you're trying to get rid of thoughts. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. extra, it stresses me out. Right, yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Yeah, but typically it's like 20 to 25 minutes on average, because I do look once I get up, I, I look to see how long. Yeah. I mean, and there's days where, for whatever reason, my practice is, is really smooth and feels right, and I... I get up and it's forty minutes later and like I'm shocked, you right. know. So, yeah. but but that's that means I had a, a good meditation that day, you right? Know? So yeah, you're you're in in the zone. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you use it for? I mean, I feel like everyone has some sort of anxiety and stuff. Do you tap into that during times when you feel a little stressed out or? Um, is a it, little bit, okay. a little bit, definitely. I mean, like I said, I mean, honestly, it just. Everything I do is really just about performance, and it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, like, I'm trying to accomplish anything huge here, but I'm just trying to be, like, comfortable and content in my life, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. ultimately, that's what it boils down to. Yeah. Um, and it's just helped me so much, and, you know, during that meditation, typically I end that meditation with, like, some visualization, mm-hmm. you know, just, like, what I want to accomplish and what I'm looking to do that day, 
doesn't need to get anything crazy. Um, you know, and that's that's a pretty trending thing too. Like Tom Brady's been very open and talked about like he he goes out on the field before football games and visualizes what he wants to mm-hmm. accomplish. You that's know. what my coaches always always yeah. tell me. Yeah, if you want to go over that hurdle that right re- that way, picture yourself going over the hurdle that way. Yeah, so yeah. like you've mentally already been there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I return to it. Not crazy, but I, I definitely return to the breath more throughout the days because that's the way to actually quickly settle like down your heart rate and kind of just get in that zone. Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely. Well, it's the thing we all do, but most of the time don't think about. And mm-hmm. typically when you're thinking about it, you're not in the best situation. Right. So I think that's great. And I love um, that you're thinking, you're manifesting like day to day. Yeah, that's Because it. we also, you know, as a society, we look big, big picture. I want to be yes. here. I want to make mm-hmm. a million dollars. I want to be here, but really like, we have control of this day. Yeah. So that's I, that's really great, and I think a lot of us we want to lose fifty pounds. Let's what can we do today? That's What's it. good for us today? That's it. Awesome. And uh, yeah, no. So, so my brother always says he says you know it's about the small victories, right? Right. Just mm-hmm. together with us. So you know, Bob, I stole that from you, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if those lead to the bigger yes. arching goals. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm sure that's helped you with, like, relationships and people in your life, too. Just with being more mindful of your actions and what you can control. Totally. And, yeah. and when, and like, a, a big part of, like, being present and being in the moment is I've, I've wanted and needed for less the past few years. You right. know, so when you're content, you're not aiming at, like, these, these huge goals. I mean, I have goals, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't, I don't need them to be content, but I feel like when then you have that attitude where you're not always like reaching and grasping for something, it's just almost like the stuff flows more easily. Well, you're competing with yourself as opposed to everybody else yeah. too, yeah. which is big. Like you're being mindful of you rather than everybody else around you, that's which right. unfortunately we are all very mindful of other people a lot, a lot of times. Well, so. that's, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. that's society right now, right? We're right. all heavily connected through social media and everything else. Right. Um, Lisa said that, do you travel a lot? Um, I have the past couple of years. I've traveled more the past few years, so and I'd, I'd like to. Yeah, do you, well, she said that you went on a missionary trip. Like, uh, um, was it missionary? Yes, yes, it was a nice little pilgrimage, as I like pilgrimage. to call it. There we go, in that. Peru, yes. Yeah. No, so that was in, um, when was that, October, so just a few months ago. Yeah. And you said it was an amazing experience. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we love to know. travel, so we love to yeah. hear about it. <laughs> yeah. No, that was something I've wanted to do, and I'm just at the I'm at this point where you know I'm, I'm 36 years old, um, and I'm like you know you know me enough. Um, if there's something I want to do, even whether it's like go on a hike, I, I go do it. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. I don't okay. necessarily need somebody to do it with. I've hiked plenty of mountains alone. Um, I like that trip to Peru was alone, um, and that's just. There's certain things I want to see, and, mm-hmm. and I'm just at the point where I don't want anything holding me back. You know, if, if people want to go with me, great, let's go. And if not, like, I'm, I'm still jumping on the plane, so. Right. That's exactly how me and Lisa yeah. so, <laughs> We're like, okay, if you're not going to go, I was just saying, like, my I have a couple of friends who, you know, they're like, oh, I want to travel. I'm like, okay, let's go. Yeah. And then they're right. like, oh, you know, I don't have money. And I'm like, it doesn't cost, like, it's not no, it that big of like a cost as you think and if you really want to go you're gonna make the time for it and you're gonna make the commitment for it right um so it's cool that you went by yourself too yeah that's like something that i feel like a lot of people would not feel comfortable doing well the cool thing about it too is no you're absolutely right they want it and i want it either until 
again, maybe the past few years. Yeah, uh, and that's another, like, growth for yeah, you, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. But, and, and that, but that trip was good. And then the thing about being by yourself is you're more open to talk to other people. Right. So, like, when you're with a group, like, if the three of us went to Peru, then we're going to communicate with each other the entire time and not necessarily be on the lookout for a new conversation with a new person. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I met some people on that trip that I'm still communicating with today. Right. And from all over the world. I mean, there's so cool. a bunch of people from Japan, uh, a woman from Australia I met, you know, a few people from the United States, obviously, um, Switzerland. So, you know, here I am getting all these different perspectives right. on life. Yeah. And then I'm even getting their perspectives or what they thought their perspective was of me. Right. Being like, you know, this guy from America. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that was honestly pretty interesting. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Because, uh, yeah, it's just interesting. But, no, that was a great trip. Um, I went down to uh, see Machu Picchu and was able to, to, to go up there and, you know, something like that you see on TV or on the internet. Yeah, it comes to and real life. It oh, comes yeah. to real life. Yeah. It comes to real life. Well, I think that experience alone is so different because when you go with somebody, you take on their experience of it, too. Yeah. Um, so to, like, really have that moment to think by yourself. Even when I've traveled with somebody, I will, like, go for a walk by myself. Like, I want to go. When I was in Alaska, I went on a little hike by myself. Yeah. I was like, I want to experience the fact that I'm in Alaska. Mm-hmm. And this is amazing, and we are so small, and it is beautiful. Rather than taking on, like, their first impression, I wanted my first impression. Yeah. So. That's a great way to look That's awesome. At it. And you're comfortable. We, we're not very comfortable being on our own, a lot of us. Yeah. So being comfortable with being by yourself. Like, that's really great. That's awesome. What do you think is, if you have a struggle kind of in your health journey right now, what would you say that is? Um, my struggle right now, I think, is, is getting here, lifting weights currently. You know, that being said, I'm, I'm running four days a week, again, training for the marathon, putting in, you know, some good, some good amount of miles. So, so I don't know if that's a struggle as much as I'm just letting my body rest, but, uh, but I'd say at the moment, then that's it. Probably good. You yeah. Can run really easily. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's not. A, it's not a bad thing. That being said, like I do, I I I, I do love to lift weights. Like right. I, I really do. So that I think that's probably the struggle. You know, right. is, is having to divide more time to running, um, to get out and run three four days a week when you're not trying to get in a certain amount of miles. Just go do three four miles a day, three four times a week. That's typically what I'd be doing if I wasn't marathon training, and that leaves plenty of like, energy to be in the gym in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, now when I'm doing the mileage I'm doing weekly, you know, the body's tired. Yeah, and yeah, your sure. priority is different, too. Totally. So right now, it's running. You have a marathon, so obviously, you know, to get good at running, obviously strength training helps, but you got to run. Yeah, so, right? you got to run, you got to rest. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's what I, you know, and I'm not getting any younger, right, so... You gotta run and you gotta rest. Right, and it's not the only thing. You have a business. You have a family. Like yeah. there's other Ab- stuff. No, absolutely, too. absolutely. So. Right, and sometimes we, when we think about how busy we are, we talk just like we talk about work. Ashley and I were discussing that we work a lot, but also we have family and we have stuff at home, and I have a house and all of that. Like there's more out there than you think, so you have to prioritize at some point yeah. too. Um, absolutely. And that free time seems non-existent after a while to get the stuff done that you put aside. Yeah. So, cool. So if you could give, like, a statement of advice or one word that you would give to people, what do you think it would be? No pressure. (laughs) That's a lot of pressure. Um, (laughs) I guess 
guess I would say, uh, maybe sounds cliche, but so true. Like, just just be true to you. Like, just be true to yourself. And that goes back to, like I said, if 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 I want to hike a mountain, I'm going to go hike the mountain, you know, by myself. If I, um, you know, if there's been plenty of nights where, actually, recently I was here on a Friday afternoon. I didn't, uh, wasn't with my girls, my daughter's Friday afternoon for whatever reason, and very rarely do I have like a Friday afternoon to myself. So I was here Friday afternoon. I left here and like went and got a meal by myself downtown Plymouth. And you know, just sometimes those little things. So again, just be true to yourself. Do what you want to do. Um, definitely don't don't let fear or other people's opinions stop you from what you're gonna be doing. And like those are the moments, like we said, like for growth, really. Um, and and something that I definitely like and I repeat all the time is, you know, be yourself so those looking for you can find you. I like you that. You know, it's just, it's a, we, we all need a little tribe, right? Right. And, and like, that's like, like even this gym, I mean, as adults, we're not, um, it's not easy to like really make friends as adults. Right. But that's why like, like the gym or like whether it is the yoga studio or the run clubs and whatever we're into, you know, it's so important to be out and be active in, in community. And make our own little tribes. Definitely. <laughs> Would you kind of say like that's your mantra kind of for your life right now? Um, just be true to you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like, yeah, uh, you know, this is this is this is who I am, and uh, right. take it or leave it. Um, <laughs> you know, but it, but you know that being said, I mean, it's just that's how I treat everybody too. I don't not necessarily like this is who I am. Take me or leave me. Yeah, not um, like abrupt and yeah, face. not at yeah. all. No, not at all. But you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be true to myself first and foremost. And but in doing that, that's that's also like being letting other people be true to themselves too. Right. And not not judging people or necessarily disagreeing with them because you get different different opinions. Right. Well, I think we always expect people to not be genuine. Totally, like, absolutely. I even watch like TV shows, and I'm like, I bet you behind the scenes, like I go into this little spiral of like, I bet you behind the scenes it's mean or whatever, because yeah. we unfortunately see that a lot. So to like be genuine, like you'll find the right people around you, absolutely. and you might find some wrong ones first. Yeah, but it'll yep. get there. <laughs> and yeah, and I, I, so I love the idea of having a mantra. So like one for me lately has been like, you can only control what you can control. Yeah. Because Amen. I can control, and I can't even be able to control my first reaction, but I can control how I use it, too. Absolutely. Because I might have a, a visceral reaction to something, <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, I need to focus on what I can, can control. It used to bug me that I couldn't, you yeah. know, formulate things in the way I needed to, but that mindset with people, with my fitness, with coming off an injury has really helped me to have a healthier view of these type of things, yeah. so... Would you say you have a mantra for you right now, Ashley? I feel like well, everything I've been saying lately is just get comfortable being uncomfortable. Because yeah. that's where the growth happens. Like, if you want things to change, like, you can't just do the same thing every single day. Right. Nothing is going to happen. Um, like, I say, even when I'm, like, training people, I'm like, if you're bicep curling 10 pounds every single day, the only thing you're going to get good at is bicep curling 10 pounds every yeah. single day. Like, right. And that just goes with anything in life. So, um, and I feel like me personally, when I push myself out of my comfort zone, that's where new connections come, new experiences come. And I just feel better about myself. I, you know, get empowered and I feel more confident because I'm doing these things that normally people wouldn't want to do. Right. So that's probably my when I'm firing on all three levels mental, spiritually, physically every aspect of my life 
is better, you know. So you know, when I'm in the routine, like I said, I'm waking up, I'm meditating, like my run, my runs are automatically better. Um, when my runs are automatically better, I'm automatically a better dad. I'm automatically, you know, better in business. So it's just, it's all so so connected. Then you're also making like better food choices and, and what you're drinking and, and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. right. And and then the better you're eating, I feel like the more spiritually connected you are. So it's just it's just like this circle. Um, and it, obviously, it's a lifestyle. So right, we were talking about that earlier. How it's like kind of like a table, and all the legs have to be even. So yeah, we automatically focus on diet and exercise first thing. Everybody, yeah. I'm gonna get healthy. Diet and exercise, yeah. but those other things are so important to make that all effective. Your mindset with it, taking care of your body. So absolutely, yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you, Adam. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate guys. it. Can I plug myself real quick yes. in uh, like my run club and everything? Yeah, like that? absolutely. So, Go for it. So obviously, we've discussed many, you know, multiple times. Yeah, I'm running the Boston Marathon. Um, the only thing I would just like to throw in, get my own little plug, is for the Boston Bulldog Running Club. Um, I'm a leader in that program. We have a great cause. Um, so anybody interested in either joining a run club or supporting the run club, please check us out online as well as I have a, a, a page for um, you know donations I'm raising ten thousand dollars for the club to run the marathon so I'll just drop my own little plug in there real quick and I'm sure we can kind of share my Instagram or yeah whatever. we'll put it we'll, on yeah. Bio. yeah 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 we'll yeah. add all your Instagram is there a website for the Boston Bulldogs um, there's a website for Boston Bulldogs if you go on my Instagram I don't have it up but I'll do it this afternoon I'll tag a link Okay. That goes straight to my donation page. Awesome. Got you. And that'd yeah. be huge. Yeah, and a few really other members from the club are in there as yeah, well, exactly. too. So, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Well, yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you. Just a little housekeeping for us, too. Um, if you like the podcast, please take a second and rate it. Five stars would be great. Leave us a review. Share it with friends. Um, the more ratings we get, it does help people find it um, in our community and outside of it. And then if you have any questions for us, if you would like to be on the podcast and talk about your health journey or you feel like you have something interesting you'd love to share with us, um, please email us at theboldersideofwellness at gmail.com or come talk to Ashley or I in the club. You can also follow Plymouth Fitness on Instagram at Plymouth Fitness. Um, You can follow me at honestly lisa b and you can follow me at ashley palmer fit on instagram and if you would like to follow our guest today adam his instagram is at adam shirt so it's at adam s-h-u-r-t 722 and follow his journey for the marathon so that's adam shirt adam s-h-u-r-t 722 to get the information for the Boston Bulldogs, as well as just follow his ice bath journey. (laughs) Thank you again for listening to our podcast. You will catch us monthly with our new health topics each month, new guests. Please feel free to reach out with any questions, or if you'd like to be on the show, or if you have something interesting you'd want to talk about, again, at thebouldersideofwellness at gmail.com. Thanks, guys.